Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. All right. Uh, Patrick Royce. So did you know that Chris Archer, the, the, the most recent Twins free agent signing, that Chris Archer was actually at the center of the birth of reckless speculation on the Matthew really? Judge show. Yeah. All right. Reckless, reckless speculation as a, as a brand, if you will. Yeah, sure. It is. it is a brand. It is a brand. So it started, Judd, it was probably like, I think, I think he was still with the Rays. So this is like he 2000, was. this is like four or five years ago. And that was a slow day in the i think it was during the summer sometime and we you know we got four hours to do what we got yes, 16 right. segments to kill yes. and we said you know miguel sano is kind of disappointing yes. you know, he's, he's overweight all the time strikes the twin, out too much yeah the twins need pitching and the rays aren't going to re-sign chris archer he's got a couple years left on his contract should the twins call the rays and offer miguel sano for chris archer and it turned into like a full show with phone call, <laughs> just a hypothetical trade and but they the, finally uh, got him. Were the fans uh, endorsing the idea? Were they down enough on Snow to like, endorse the idea mo- or not? Most people, and and this is still the case when we you know when we float random trades. But most people were like, "Why? What is this being reported? No, we're, we're just no, <laughs> no, we're just we're just spitballing here. We're just floating well, stuff." I think he's an example of uh, why teams don't want to pitch young guys 200 innings, you know, and uh, he just broke down. He was, you know, he was one of the uh, best young pitchers in ball for about, what, three years? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, I mean, uh, yeah, for sure. He's, he, I don't think he's been good since 17, maybe 18. I yeah, guess. I mean, he was 18, 17, 18, he was passable but he was he the last time he was dominant was probably 2015 16 the guy from pittsburgh that traded for him he got fired right huntington uh wasn't that yeah, they, have you seen uh, that trade that's yeah. why he got although, fired meadows last now is out you know so he hasn't right since last middle of last summer but it, was, yeah. it wasn't looking good when tyler glasnow was on his way to be coming the American League All-Star Game starter yeah. last year. I guess as we sit here sometimes and pound the table saying trade prospects for established players, that would be the cautionary yes. tale with yes. what the Pirates did. Well, uh, that that would be absolutely true. And, uh, you know, this they, they, they can't help themselves. They're addicted to this, right? The uh, reclamation project. They, uh, no matter how much, the, the question becomes, Will they get more out of him than they got out of Homer Bailey? That's uh, that's the problem. I think Homer pitched once, right? Homer low, was uh, a fairly low bar. Although <laughs> Homer had pitched like ten games the year before, unlike Archer. But uh, this yes. is a this is a pretty desperate act. Uh, and they went to one of those tryout things, and 
and saw him and he supposedly has been pitching and the, the whole deal. But uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're obviously decided that whatever Oakland wants for uh, those two guys, uh, either one of them, they're not going to pay it. So yeah. I think they're going to start this way now. I found out my guy Winder, they won't let him be on the uh, big league club not to start the season anyway. So it's going to be, they're they're hoping for a fifth, but uh, that that I, I I can't believe that they can expect that Archer will be on the team in in when the season starts April seventh. I, I can't believe that they think he's going to be in the rotation then. So we'll see. So he's but coming, gonna... he's coming off both Tommy John surgery two years ago. That's why he missed two thousand twenty, and then he and then he was shut down late last year with some sort of hip injury. They're so. going to have uh, 15 pitchers, though, when the season starts. So, uh, you know, all of us lovers of bullpen games or oh, yeah. uh, what, openers or whatever they are, uh, we're going to we're going to get a full, but, you know, who's going to start? Doesn't make any difference. They're going to start Sonny Gray and hope he goes three. Yes. <laughs> they're going to they're going to start Ryan and Ober and hope they go four. And they're going to start Bundy and hope he goes three. And then the. Then the then the twelve guys in the bullpen will be coming in, so that's uh, that that's the way baseball is going to be the first month of the season, the all new season, which we got to get the game moving. We're going to come fighting back with uh, fourteen pitchers a game from the two teams. So uh, good luck, folks. Opening day three fifty six. I bet uh, I picked oh. yesterday thirteen pitchers in four oh two. I got okay. It. Oh, wow. so you going? You got the over. I've got, got the, the under. Over. You got. You I got, got it the at four oh two. The the over and under should be three fifty five. Three nah three fifty two. Yeah. Three fifty two. Right somewhere in there. Because if the, you win, then you don't have to bat in the bottom of the ninth, and I don't know. True. Well, so yeah, that's true. Will, uh, by the way, do you guys remember a couple of years ago? I think it was when Marcus Stroman was on the block, like two yes. or three years ago, and someone from the Twins front office, Thad or, or Derek, like there was a report that said, yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays wouldn't call the Twins back. So, I mean, the Twins, the Twins had interest, but they wouldn't return the Twins phone calls. There's a report today in The Athletic that the Twins have been pretty aggressively pursuing the two A's pitchers, Manaya and Montas, yeah. but that the A's have not engaged in a while. So we're getting, I don't know if we need to find a different way of communication. Like <laughs> Carrier pigeon? Yeah. Or Billy Bean playing golf or what the hell? I don't, they, they, have, they haven't engaged in a while. Are you, what are you offering? I mean, if, yeah, well, that's his, you know, Doogie's got to be very jealous of that scoop. <laughs> he actually had it on a scoop session that's being posted right now that people okay. can listen to. Okay. That's, that's very good. Uh, so speaking of pitching, uh, Lewis Thorpe, cleared well a 26 year old lefty cleared waivers uh to make room for uh, chris archer and uh and phil you were down there when he was in spring training as a yeah. youth and uh you know blew out his he, he was i saw him at 18 maybe man they were all in on him and he was i saw him throw a couple of times uh nice easy heat great breaking ball a couple of breaking balls change up even then and just you could watch him pitch and say he knew what he was going to do he mm-hmm. knew he was a very confident guy and i thought and they were beyond they thought he'd be in the big leagues at age 20 you know yeah. they loved him australian kid and they signed him at 16 well he had tommy john and he spent the next three years in fort myers and uh 
he created some relationships that were not the best from what I understand. Mm. And uh, he got completely off the tracks and he's pitched some of the big leagues since then. But you, you, every time you see him pitch, you think he knows he's in trouble, right? He yeah. won't throw strikes and he, uh, and uh, it, it's, I think there's, a, there's almost a movie in this kid, what, what his background is a couple of years ago in spring training, they, uh, was it two years ago or three years ago that they, they sent him off to, he, yeah, he started going, he went on social media and he was yeah. gone for three weeks and it, you know, the rumor was alcoholism treatment or whatever it was and he, some kind of treatment. And uh, he looked awful that spring. He was all like skinny and hollowed out. And uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a sad story because he, he really had a lot in front of him and he really, uh, you know, he's, He's from Australia, his family, everybody's down there. He didn't see his family for like two years. He was in um, Fort Myers hanging out with, uh, with whoever he was hanging out with. But there were, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those baseball stories that can't miss. And especially with pitchers, you know, the, obviously with pitchers, the, the can't miss pitchers are, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a whole junkyard of these guys over there. You that's know, all, that's also the thing when you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're dealing with these, you know, magic arms, but you're also dealing with 17 to 21 year old yes. kids that are just wild cards as ma- maturity and personality, everything. It, doesn't it seem like there's a little less Tommy John going on? Are they doing something that does seem like, I mean, we haven't this spring or we lost you usually in the spring, you lose five or six prominent guys. Yeah. I, I haven't heard much of it this spring. I, I, I don't know if they're, what they're doing with them. Maybe because they haven't been pitching more than two innings, but, uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's so easy to look back and say, why didn't they, there's a kid they should have traded when he was 18, you know, they would have, they could have gotten uh, somebody good for him. So yeah. but the odds of pitchers actually making it are the good top prospect pitchers actually making it. What is it? 25%. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would be fun to go through like, you know, go through like the 2011 first round and just look at, pitchers you know how many of them didn't even make it yeah 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 it's uh the high school pitchers by the way i was watching a uh somehow i was flipping channels and i had an alabama i think it was alabama mississippi state baseball game and they went out to talk to the pitcher in like the seventh inning and the guy said this is this is march right this is March. The season has it. This is the first weekend of SEC baseball. Yeah. Well, Will or whatever his name is throwing ninety nine pitches. He's throwing ninety nine, and they're leaving him out there. They want to. They want to go out and talk. <laughs> College those, coaches, those coaches don't give a rip. They do not give. <laughs> I a like rip. the SEC. Yeah. Just you know, he's throwing ninety nine, uh, and uh, yeah, and it's you know he's got another what. 14 weekends of, of starts to make, but we can't, this is a very important SEC opener here. Rocco flew down and took the kid out himself. Yes, he was. He caught a plane. If Rocco was watching on TV, he was screaming at them. What are you doing here? You got to get him out. You should have got him out ages ago. (laughs) I told you guys this, my, one of my favorite moments is 40 years ago during the baseball strike in 81 uh 
I go down to Wisconsin Rapids to see Jim Eisenreich. I'm going to do a piece on Jim Eisenreich. And my two kids came with me. And we're sitting in the stands, and George Brophy's there, uh, the minor, you know, minor league director, general manager. And Ken Staples, who I had in St. Cloud when I was there, is the manager. And he's got a left-handed kid named Tony Guerrero, who was a prospect. 140 pitches. Brophy's. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming from the stands. <laughs> Kenny had to win that damn game against Kenosha or whoever it was. Man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I think that was last Kenny's last year. And the next time I saw Kenny, he was on the ground screw down at uh, down at Fort Myers. Amazing. Um, some of them are crazy. I, I know, you know, I know people get all upset about pitch counts, but, uh, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of reason when they're 20 years old not to, not to abuse them too hard. Uh, Pat Page last night, U- UConn double OT over NC State, the 14th straight Final Four. 14th for, uh, straight for Final Four. The first time they ever won it was here, 95. Yeah. Uh, and they beat Stanford in the semis 87 to 60. They have them again. Stanford was awful. I think they were the favorite. And, uh, and, and Dennis was here too. Pat Summit was uh, still a coach and, and that was UConn's first title, but they had Lobo and Walters. I mean, they were Rizzo, what's her name? Rizzota, Rizzotti. Uh, the, the great, they were great. And, uh, Gino, like all of us is, uh, has aged since I uh, saw him in 95. That's for sure. He, he, he can't tuck in his, that's a sure shine. You're fat, right? When you can't tuck in your shirt. He's got the good hair still. He's got. He's still got got the good hair. It's grayer, but it's still good hair. He's got the good hair, and he's you know got the best players in college basketball. He's you know he's generally speaking, UConn would finish seventh in the WNBA if he just took his team there. And in fact, I've always said that the the last five years of the WNBA All Stars should be UConn versus all the other teams, right? That the UConn players. Who are in the WNBA should take on the. Uh, I like it. It used yeah. to be like the Stanley Cup champions would take Took on the, yes. the rest of the teams in the All Star game. Yeah, they should just have UConn take on the rest of them. But God, she was good last night. It was fantastic. She just, you know, I just, I, I said this on Twitter, and I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but she, when she's got the ball, she's got that little slope shoulders, things that you see the great point guards and then all these, you just kind of, you know, and you know that she sees everything that's yeah. out there and knows exactly the play to make. And, uh, and, uh, and her shooting has gotten better than it was in high school. She's a, you know, it's she's pretty smooth up. now. It looks pretty, and you smooth know what now. else? She isn't afraid of the 17 foot jumper. Yeah. If it's going to go in, she'll take two. It's, it's coming back. I think it's it coming is. back. I mean, teams are so aggressively defending the perimeter. You just yes. dribble. You dribble two steps in. You get a wide open shot. Especially in the college game, I think. Don't you think more so, even more so than the pro game? That's yeah. you are seeing the mid range jumper, which of course was I. I always loved that. Uh, Chris game. Paul never let it go. By the way, Chris Chris no. Paul <laughs> stuck with it all the way through. <laughs> Sammy Cassell, man, yep. pull up oh, for eight. Yeah, so on the break, and the, the best the Gophers ever had was uh, Mark Hall and. Uh, on the, on the 82 champion, 82 <laughs> championship Hall. team who they ended up 
they ended up thrown out of school because he was using phones. If there'd been cell phones, he would have been fine. But, uh, you know, they, back then we had all, you know, we were such idiots, but he was the greatest on the, on the pull up jumper on the break, man. That 15 footer was sweet. I, uh, but hey, Paige, was, that's a, I've seen her a few times. That's the best I've ever seen her. Yeah. She was, she was just amazing. And, and, Taking the taking the drama out of free throws in the clutch too. I mean, when's the last time we saw somebody go up there and make six or eight instead of going oh and went in or it out there? That yeah. game was so much. That game was so much fun too. I'm 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 hard pressed to believe that there has been a men's game in the tournament no, not that tops the that game. Yep. How about that? How about the three pointer the kid from North Carolina State threw in? She threw oh, God, yeah. Beckers was coming after her, and she threw this big old balloon yep. up in the air. Whoosh! Yeah, it was great. It was uh, it was a hell of a game. And, uh, you know, it's hard to be rooting. It's very difficult to root for UConn, though. <laughs> but, you know, you like the kid. She's from here. And, uh, yeah. you know, poor mom, she, she couldn't have any emotions. They had a camera right in front of her waiting for uh, mom to have the emotion. So. Yeah. Hey, we do have a. Uh, it's pretty rare that news breaks during rapping with Racy here, but we do have some. We have some breaking golf news. Oh, I think I know what it is. A prominent plane has landed at Augusta National. Oh boy! To further evaluate body and game, Tiger Woods is on the grounds at Augusta <laughs> National. He's thinking about playing. He's going to test things out, see if the legs. Well, he, yeah, he is. He's the back. still. Yeah, is he entered? Is he entered? He has, so he's been entered, and he okay. has not withdrawn yet. So he's he's always been entered because he's Tiger Woods. I would have, been, but but they, I think you have to have a certain day by which you say you're going to play, right? So, so I but, but I think I saw yesterday Masters, he he not, is entered. He is on the list right in now. In the Masters, it's not like there's some replacement waiting for you, though. They just if if one of their invitees or one of their qualifiers doesn't show, they don't replace him because it's a limited field event. So. Bad news for Ricky Fowler, then. I don't think no, he's... come on. Take a shot at Ricky I love Fowler. Ricky Fowler, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. What, uh, what happened? They throw well, he's, him like, he's like he's, 160th in the world. Yeah, he's, he's fallen off the face. He, like, he didn't play in the... He didn't play... Well, I'd have to go look at the that Masters. That damn ruined her. I ruined know. Ruined him. <laughs> she did. And it could Might ruin a lot of people, too, man. <laughs> Might have been yeah. worth it, Pat. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Might have been worth it. Yes, it would. Yes. You have $50 million in the bank and a pole. Yeah, you're I rich. Came home from the Australian Olympics <laughs> after seeing women's pole vaulting. There was an Australian chick named Gregora Rivia, and there was an Icelandic gal. And there was, a, there was a, I mean, they were, a, it was an amazing event. And there was this is Icelandic uh, gal was the first ever medalist from Iceland in the summer games. And I think she finished third and we had a couple of good pole vaulters too. And, and I came home and Joe and I were going to start the world pole with the world women's pole vaulting association. <laughs> we were going to have a, a free we were promote the, uh, this league. It was going to be a, it was going to be the world women's pole vaulting. Coming to Met Center live yes, on right. AM 1500. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, what a, I mean, that basketball, she was great. Jeez. Hey, are you, I got to ask you here. Chip was uh, there, by the way. Chip was governor for us. So. 
Are you Declan and I are on the are on the Scotty Scheffler bandwagon here? Well, are you I, actually I don't know if Declan is, but I'm adding you to it. Okay. <laughs> are, are you are you are you a Scotty Scheffler had is now number a, one in the world? Yeah. Well, he had not won a tournament until what six weeks ago. Yes. yes. He's now, now he's made eight million dollars in a month. Now he's won three, and he's out there playing Dustin Johnson and this and mm-hmm. whoever it is, and they got no chance. <laughs> they have no chance at the match play. Hell yes, I'm on it. You know, they always <laughs> talked about what a great college player he was, and that he was going to break through. And boy, once he won. You know, that old cliche about once you win, I guess in his case, that's uh, certainly true. Because he's, yeah, he's you got to be the favorite the way he's playing. And DJ don't give a damn. So, uh, you no, know, he, he could, he, DJ. Got Wayne Gretzky as his father-in-law. Why should he care about it? It's got to be tough when you've put $100 million in the bank and you're like, yeah. you know, almost 40. So man. excited, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's excited to so play the Masters in Augusta. It's just my he's favorite I got to think the, the wife goes over there every once in a while. Just, ah, ah, wake up. Paulina. Yeah. Yeah. And, and get, guess what? He, he says, thank you. Cold water. And <laughs> Jesus. Hit cold. me again. Yeah, thanks, honey. Hit me with another cold water in his oh. face when he's sleeping. Hits him with ice. He's just wake up. You're the, you're the most talented. No. Paulina don't pat. Paulina don't care that. I guarantee you. That that house is a freak show. <laughs> How many kids they got? They I got don't even know. I, don't know. I, I hope not many. Of course, I think you know they probably can afford a nanny, so they don't have. To I think they're fine. Them. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> they're don't, fine. Don't start with the. I There's more I there. I love him, but God, he's with that much talent that to, to have these periods of indifference drives me crazy. He's, periods uh, of indifference—that's a great yeah. way to describe yeah. Dustin Johnson. Cam Smith, Pat. That's my guy. I like Cam Smith. Two top ten he's finishes at the Masters the last two years. I like Cam Smith. He's an Aussie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I've, uh, I I miss. That's one event I miss. I covered him for eighteen, nineteen years, so it was it was great. So. Maybe the the four of us can eat some pimento cheese sandwiches next week. Ooh, yeah, Wednesday. but you got to let them sit out in the sun for about eight hours and okay. let the <laughs> let the red part of the. You gotta let the oh. you know, that, that the pimento's got that little red uh, peppery thing in it, and it kind of turns the bread red. That's that's when you were. That's when they're really good at Augusta. About eight, about five, 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 five for thirty in the afternoon when they've been sitting there for several hours. <laughs> yeah, so. They sit there too long. That's Give them like them pimento. These old rednecks run up there. Give me a couple of them pimentos. Hey, buddy, it's bleeding. You know. <laughs> Good God! Uh, you know, two buck. I think the pimentos are a buck. Their, their chicken sandwich is like two. That's their that's their high priced one. It's, that's uh, the they gourmet. Keep the concession after. prices low. And <laughs> they sell beer for like a, two bucks, but it's a cup. Of, you know, it's just a eight eight ounce cup, ten ounce. Yeah, they're cup encouraging cup. responsible drinking. They don't want people to be guzzling, you know, yeah. too much beer. You got to keep it under control. Well, Tiger, the uh, the Augusta guys are jumping around the clubhouse. Tiger's on the grounds, man. How's that for CBS? He, he will he will withdraw. He's, yeah, he's, oh, he I will withdraw. Play the Masters music. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello. If he's on the verge of an eighty-three, he will he will yeah, withdraw. Yeah, he'll, but, uh, he'll have the bad back, but yeah. I don't know if he'll play either. You? Um, I think he's going to try. 
He I legitimately think he's dinner too, you know. So he's been playing a bunch of secret practice rounds. Somebody yeah. somebody took a, a video of him, like a, like a covert video of him last week. So oh, we'll see. Yeah. Hey, but I think the dinner's tonight too, so he might have flown. He might be flying in for that too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's you know, he's got you got to show the respect of the defending champ. And, yes. Know, go to the dinner. So. All right, we'll All catch right, you tomorrow, yes. Pat. See, yep. See you. All right, that's wrapping with Racy here, Mackie and Judd scoring at the YouTube channel. The South Dakota Stories, Volume Three. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect, filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.